Hello voices, my name is Joe Choi and I'm a multi-award winning voiceover and host of the Voiceover's Audio Adventure Podcast, a bi-weekly show where I learn about the voiceover and audio industry and share with you all of the stories, tips and tricks along the way. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of freelance websites? For me, it's being my own boss. For a lot of us, freelance sites stir up mixed emotions. Or you might not know what they are. A freelance website is a site where you can earn money for providing a service. It could range from script writing, singing, marketing, or even bookkeeping. On today's adventure, I'll be talking to you about my experiences with freelance sites, exploring how to use them and how you can utilize them in your voiceover career. In the previous episode, I told you how I got my demo together. Once I had the demo, I was ready to go. At this point, I didn't have a website, mainly because I didn't have any jobs or experience. So I had to think about ways to get work. I had some understanding of freelancing websites because of people that I knew that used them. So I decided I would start with freelancing sites. I signed up to a number of platforms such as People Per Hour, Upwork and Fiverr. My plan was to do a few jobs, get a few reviews and gain experience. There was nothing to lose. For me, it wasn't about money. It was about sharpening my skills. A lot of freelance sites may not earn you a lot of money to start off with. They give you the chance to dip your toe into the world of freelancing without coming out of pocket. I gradually increased my rates to mirror what the industry basic rates were when I became more confident with the way I work and had some jobs under my belt. These sites do all the admin for you provide customer service, and most are free. Here are some experiences of other videos that have used freelance websites and some who have chosen not to. Hi, I'm Jane Wing, and I have been a voiceover actor full-time for the last two years. I have been using freelancing websites since I started out. Initially, it was a great way to get paid work quickly, I kind of thought of it as almost paid rehearsals when I was working quite cheaply to start with. It was a good way to build a portfolio and a great way to get experience and to start to learn how to interact with clients from all over the world and what their expectations would be. What made me want to join was the immediate access that you could get. So I was very particular, having come from a background of radio Um, and TV and stuff, I was very particular about my sound. So I worked very hard to get my sound right before I launched myself on any websites. But then they were, it was the immediate access. Whereas, you know, when you don't have an agent, when you're first starting out, you don't have access to some of the big auditions and the big jobs. How else are you going to build your portfolio? I think that there's a real negative attitude towards freelance sites in the voiceover world. It really shocked me when I first started doing voiceover. A lot of the old school voiceover guys really, really don't like what they perceive as um, the low rates of these freelancing sites, uh, specifically Fiverr. But I think that the negative view of Fiverr is getting very outdated now. I've noticed even in the two years that I've been working, views are starting to change. People are slowly coming around to... The idea that freelance sites, you can get paid proper industry rates on there. They can be a really good platform. They can be a great source of um, income, regular income. I mean, I 
I, I'm not a top-rated seller on Fiverr. My journey on there has been quite slow. And I know other people that have come on after me, shot up the ranks and earned a fortune. I haven't. I've been a slow and steady burn. But I'm still really glad that I'm on there and I still earn some good money. And I have some really nice jobs on there as well, actually. Hi, my name is Tim and I've been a voiceover coming up to 10 years now. My opinion on freelancing sites is that they are part of the market. They bring a different type of client or a new type of client into the market that previously wasn't available, maybe using the old conventional methods. And they are something that people have to take note of because they are part of the industry now and going forward, they always will be. Myself? Yes, I have. I have used the freelancing sites before. Um, what made me want to join was because I saw, of course, other voiceovers um, were joining and some of them were getting clients and a decent amount of work from the website. So I thought it's something that I should also look into for my business. Uh, the site I used was one called um, People Per Hour. No, I'm, I'm no longer on that site. Um, the main reason why is because um, the way the site operates or way, the way it operated back then um, didn't really fit into the ethos of how I wanted to run my business. And I, the rates um, also, predominantly the rates weren't that great. And I found that I was getting better rates through my own direct marketing with clients as opposed to being on that site. So uh, that's why I'm no longer on it. Uh, my first gig, um, it took me, I think it was just over two months before I was able to secure my first gig on that website. Oh, I'm, I'm not really sure. I mean, different people have different opinions, different reasons. Some people might not use them because maybe some freelancing sites for creatives might have a bad reputation in terms of, you know, whether it's the type of clients or the type of work that you get on there. Other people, it might be just based on the fact they've had other people say these sites are no good or they might just decide that's not for them really. But I guess everyone has their own reasons. Hi, my name is Hannah Gardiner and I've been a voiceover artist for just coming up to four years now. Um, and for the last year and a half, I've been pretty much full time. So my main experience with freelance websites is just Fiverr, really. I played around with Upwork and a couple of others um, when I was starting out, but didn't have the same success, didn't see, didn't find it as um as easy to use, the usability didn't didn't feel very intuitive. Whereas I think Fiverr's really cracked that just in general as a freelance sort of website. Um, so yeah, just Fiverr. So my opinion on freelancing websites probably goes against the majority of those working in voiceover. Um, just because I came into voiceover without the prejudiced I guess against freelancing websites um, and for me it was how I really found my feet in in the industry so um, I started getting work through around 2019 from contacts that I'd had um, in my previous career in digital marketing um, and I was finding it really hard to kind of get a lot of work through and still wasn't really feeling very confident in the work that I was doing so I went on Fiverr and had no idea um, how it worked or what the stigma was with it. Um, but it's been fundamental for me in so many ways. So I'm a big fan of freelancing websites, specifically Fiverr. So yeah, I'm still an active user um, on Fiverr and plan to keep being one. 
But if you'd asked me that about a year and a half ago, I think my shame and guilt would have uh, denied that I was ever using Fiverr. Um, and also my my plan back then was to try and find a way just to not ever get any work from Fiverr, which was mainly because of the reaction that I had to other people from other people in the industry kind of saying how bad it was I was using it or whatever. But now, and especially within the last six months, I've worked on my profile to a point where I pretty much get my BSF for most jobs. And bearing in mind, a lot of my work is corporate. So where I would lose out on Fiverr is on the commercial rights and and things like that. But I actually don't lose out that much because so much of it is internal work anyway. So, but yeah, I, I'm going to continue using it. And it seems mental to me that this this shame and this stigma and this sort of like this image of myself as this terrible VO bandit and I didn't want to tell anyone where I was getting my work from and I felt like a some sort of fake you know but actually now it's a huge part of my business and why I would ever turn that off especially where it's just you know a part of my business it's not where I get all my money from all of my work from not at all but it's a big base and it's helping me live independently off voiceover and without Fiverr and without having built that that base there the experience yeah, like I wouldn't be where I was. So I'm very grateful to it. And I think it was only this year when I went to the One Voice conference this year and I met quite a few other VOs who were a bit more open about being on Fiverr or open about, in you know, exploring Fiverr. I kind of thought, ah, yeah, okay. So it's not that bad. And it was this kind of like relief that I felt. But even, even so, you know, I shouldn't have ever felt that now reflecting on it. Personally, I thrived on Fiverr. I found that it worked best with my business model, which was to be a voiceover artist and build my client base and skills up in my own time. I've grown within the platform and have been able to contribute to conversations. A big win for me is that I'm now considered a top-rated seller, which is someone who has hit specific milestones in earnings and performances. My approach to Fiverr works the same as a client emailing them and asking for a quote. The only difference is that it's on a different platform. I kind of look at Fiverr as an agent. I have some questions. So I reached out to Samantha Sorcher, team lead of community and social impact, and Adam Fine, head of music and audio at Fiverr, to ask the best way to stand out on freelance sites, how to grow your business, and why freelance sites can be viewed as negative and more. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Would you like to introduce yourself and to let the people know what it is that you do at Fiverr? Sure thing. Uh, my name is Sam Sorcher, and I am the team lead for community and social impact for Fiverr based in New York City. And what I do on the social impact side is I help realize Fiverr's purpose of helping anyone around the world to build their business, their brand, and their dreams. And we do this by increasing access an opportunity to both sides of our marketplace. So both our freelancers and our customers, they're different kinds of programming. And then once someone is brought into the future of work and into Fiverr's community by way of our social impact programming or any other kinds of programming that we have, we facilitate connections amongst our community of freelancers and customers together to help them learn, share, and grow. So that's, yeah, that's what I do at Fiverr and I love it. Awesome. Yeah, that was a good, good, concise, uh, intro hopefully i nail that also <laughs> um my name is adam fine i'm head of music and audio here at fiverr uh, might not be the clearest what that means basically the way i like to put it is 
uh, I make sure that you know Fiverr works in the world of music and audio. Uh, of course, we have tons of services across eight different verticals, uh, but how you buy a singer is super different than how you buy a programmer to build you a website. Um, so it's really important to, to make sure that that experience flows, uh, that we have amazing talent, uh, high quality talent in the world of music and audio, uh, that we have the right messaging to, to artists and businesses that are coming to find voiceovers, producers, um, anything that you can think of. Um, and of course, to have a good product experience so that once you come to Fiverr, um, you're browsing and, and searching for a freelancer, uh, for a voiceover artist in a way that makes sense and is intuitive and really helps them find the match. Um, so that's that's a bit about nice what I did. intro, you guys. Well done. <laughs> um, so I how thought that you, was great, Adam. That was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, I couldn't do better myself. So yeah, that's, that's a great start. <laughs> Um, how would you describe Fiverr to someone who's not used it before or heard about it? Yeah, I would say Fiverr is an online marketplace, a uh, global online marketplace around the world where you can either sell services or you can find services to buy. It's almost like the digital services of Amazon. So anything that you want to buy digitally, receive digitally, you can find it on Fiverr, whether it be voiceover, whether it be graphic design, it could literally be someone singing you happy birthday or creating poems for your loved one. Um, you can find it on Fiverr digitally around the world. Yeah. And just, just to echo off that, it's difficult to think about something that isn't available or possible to get done on Fiverr. Uh, we've seen a breadth of projects and businesses that have all started up, uh, thanks to, to amazing freelancers that they've found on Fiverr. So uh, it's it's a pretty magical platform and it's been exciting to to be a part of it. As a voiceover on Fiverr, I would like to know, and obviously the listeners would like to know, how many roughly voiceovers would you say are currently on the platform? Yeah, it's, it's a good question. Um, you know, there, there isn't a one figure that's easy to say because how we track things are... Uh, are different across different areas, but there's uh, well over 10,000 voice artists from from across the world uh, offering over 60 different languages we have now. And, and if you look at accents, even more than that. So really, um, it's a wide variety. You can find mm. uh, talented voice artists at, at any you know experience level, at any niche or, or different area of specificity that they uh, our, our experts in. So it's, we're, we're lucky to, you know, I, th I think we have a voice artist, uh, that can, can fit any business's needs. Obviously that sounds like a, you know, such a, a lot of people doing voiceovers, yeah. um, specifically, how can someone stand out above the crowd to, to get work in such a big pool? Yeah, this, this is a great question. And one that, uh, can can span the rest of our conversation for sure. <laughs> um, there's there's a lot. So you know, if if I say something now that you want to dive into a little deeper, feel free. Um, but I'd say th there's a few things you can do, and and a lot of that is replicating what you do in in real life or off of Fiverr. Um, first thing that stands out is really be professional, showcase your experience. Um, I think a lot of voice artists are coming to Fiverr with some experience and with some interesting clients under their belt, interesting projects. Uh, and that's first and foremost that really it's, it's important to put out all the information out there because, you know, we, we don't link to your website or, or, you know, you can't take people to, to YouTube or different mm. 
places. So it's really important to put as much information uh, in your gig, in your bio, uh, in your gallery. So as, as many things as possible to both give us Fiverr an idea of your experience and, and what you've done. And of course, give customers and businesses as they're scrolling through uh, just a bit more information about you. I'd say another thing uh, is is basically embracing your niche. Uh, like I said, we we're lucky to have um, yeah. thousands of voice artists that that consider Fiverr home and a, and a key source of business for them. Um, and because of that, there's a lot of different, I'd say, a lot of different bases already covered. So I I wouldn't be scared to really embrace if you do just you know YouTube explainers. You have this super good casual style. I wouldn't be afraid to embrace that and really double down on it because there's, you know, there, there's a need for every type of voice out there. Uh, and so really be yourself and make sure you, mm. you embrace yeah, that, uh, that view. And I would double down on the communication of your profile. Your service does speak for itself, which is the beauty of online marketplaces. But the more that you communicate, whether it be you know, static on your profile in your about me section and your work ethic and who you are as a human, humanizing your profile and talking about the skills and services that you have, but also your communication with clients and customers throughout the process of doing a project with them is something that could really set you apart. And then once you have a positive relationship with a customer, they leave a review. Once you gain those reviews and ratings, you have a reputation on Fiverr that is only going to do positive things for you. So the communication is is really huge on Fiverr and any other marketplace um, that you're selling services on. And the other thing is community, the community side of things. You know, your service speaks for itself, but you know, mm -hmm. when you connect with others and you're learning about industry trends and you're hearing best practices from other voiceover artists from around the world and especially also locally, then you're more likely to, you know, get ahead and stay ahead. And so the community aspect within Fiverr is also huge amongst voiceover artists. And I'm sure we'll get there. But I thought that was so important to the question of, you know, what can set you apart is actually making those connections amongst other freelancers on Fiverr. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I my, myself as a voiceover, I've used other services and through those connections, you know, we've ended up working together at later points down the line. And yeah, it's kind of you, the community grows and with that, your business grows. So yeah, it's, it's a good good point um so what what kind of customers would you say use the platform or order from the platform yeah it's crazy the the wide variety of clients and businesses that come to fiverr it can be anything from you know a company that just released their first product and need a explainer video to we have mcdonald's facebook uber uh google really any big company that you can think of they're they're coming to fiverr and getting voice work uh, for for their projects, so it, it's a variety. I'd say uh, most mm. common, not surprisingly, is somewhere in the middle, where it's uh, businesses that are are getting content uh, slightly more consistently, video content, uh, or are are diving deep into the the new world of kind of building out their audio strategy. So a lot of companies are are increasingly getting involved in podcasts. Um, so I'd say the the average customer is kind of small to medium business but we've we've seen plenty of these big companies come on the platform and uh and work with voice artists when i first started on the site yeah i had no idea that bigger companies were using it like when i first started i thought okay i'm gonna get some you know some orders <laughs> from the, the guy right. next door wanting something for his his daughter or something like that and i knew there were some smaller businesses but 
yeah, definitely. As you grow your business, you definitely get the, you know, the bigger fish, so right. to speak, um, contacting you, which is, is very surprising. But at the same time, it, you feel like you've worked so hard to get to a certain point that you should be, you know, um, entertaining these kind totally. of clients. So yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely eye-opening what you can achieve on on the platform. I, I would definitely say that. That's the the exciting thing about uh, offering your services on Fiverr. You can set up your gig. You know, you, you don't know who who might bite. You might get the the guy next door who just mm. just launched a company. Yeah. Uh, but we know that there are these these big companies with big budgets uh, increasingly coming to us to to look for voice artists. So it's a uh, very little risk in kind of getting your foot in the door and building up that profile. And once you have, you know, you know, completed a project for a larger company, you can add that to your profile to let others know that, you know, that's the caliber that you're at. And these are the kinds of clients that you that you work with. And, you know, looking at your profile, Joe, I know that you've also done that, which is so exciting. Um, yeah. And it's great to be able to communicate that on your profile. And, and also freelancers like to work with all different kinds of clients and have that range of business size or type of industry um, or just type of voiceover work that they're working in and communicating those things on your profile is only going to attract more clients for you going forward. Okay, so I have a question, the big question. So freelancing sites such as Fiverr, obviously, and there's, there's loads of freelancing sites out there, um, but obviously you can only speak on Fiverr's behalf. Why do you think that they get such a bad rap with specific industries now voice in the voiceover community when i started fiverr was how i got started is how i made this my job and from now i've developed my business i still use fiverr obviously to this day but i've yeah. diversified now in my early stages a lot of people that i was either getting coaching with or my peers were saying you know xyz about firefly and they wouldn't use it for this reason and other freelance sites so where did that opinion come from and yeah. how do you think it can be changed yeah this is a this is a discussion i've had many times uh and it's something that i am passionate about changing uh and i think it's really a a misconception because as we've discussed uh, and actually as you just mentioned there I'll, I'll get to something in a sec it's uh it, it's not too accurate, kind of the picture that's painted in the voiceover industry. Uh, and I think there are some things that um, that really benefit the voiceover industry. Um, but I think you you mentioned a key thing there, which is as you started, you came to Fiverr, helped you build up experience. And something we've really valued, you know, yeah. since since the company was founded long, long before my time here is offering this flexibility. And uh, we have voiceover artists that are coming with 20 years of experience with companies like BMW under their belt. Uh, and great. We, we offer them a platform to charge however much they want to, to bring that experience, uh, and attract yeah. a certain type of clientele. But we also, you know, we, we offer a platform for beginners to, you know, maybe they just got their, their sure SM 57. Maybe they, uh, took a, audio production course and, and are looking to get into it. Uh, and some amazing careers have been built off those humble beginnings. I think, uh, you know, if I'm getting your story right, maybe yours is, is one of them. Um, and so I think really we, we offer that flexibility for voice artists to, um, to kind of 
charge as they see fit, to do business as they see fit, and really help connect them to, to businesses around the world that are looking for their services. And so there are, you know, we, we have this flexible pricing uh, and kind of scaled pricing for any type of project. And because of that, I think we've we've gotten a reputation in the voiceover industry that is viewed at as a little bit cheaper. But again, I think it's key to key to frame that in the sense that um, we have a wide variety of experience on the platform, wide variety of projects. So it's it's a notion that I challenge uh, and I think is is changing slowly. Um, but at the end of the day, what what we want to focus yeah. on is making sure. Sorry about that. We want to focus that voice artists coming to Fiverr are uh, are making making money. Um, we're bringing the right buyers to them. And at the end of the day, that's that's kind of what we can do in our control. Uh, and I think the industry will slowly adapt. Um, and we we've seen some old players in the space kind of embrace the Fiverr model and the magic of of uh, you know being able to hire someone on demand, uh, which is which is a magical moment. We've seen yeah. more companies in in the voiceover space embrace that. Um, and and yeah, I think that notion is is changing slowly. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's definitely you know um, a polarizing topic, and and as Adam mentioned, it's talked yeah. about a lot. It's not gone gone unnoticed, or um, you know, it's something that we care about a lot is to make sure our voiceover artists uh, feel that you know it's not only an equitable experience on the platform, but that um, you know they're selling their services for the quality. And the hard work they put into, you know, refining this really incredible skill. And the other side of that is on the social impact side is that we are democratizing access to be able to sell your service around the world, which naturally increases, you know, the supply on any marketplace, um, which is, you know, always going to be a little bit of a challenge. But it's something that Fiverr also cares about is making sure that Fiverr as a marketplace is accessible to, as Adam mentioned, someone who has honed in and is quite experienced as someone who is just starting out so they can get to where you are now, Joe. And so that's that's equally as important yeah. to us. Um, and we've also seen so many people rise and become successful like yourself and like so many other voiceover artists that I'm connected to on a, on a day-to-day basis. But that's actually something that's, that's on our mind and we're yeah. trying to change. And I know recently there's been, to my knowledge, I think, there's a couple coming up in the UK anyway, um, community group gatherings. Could you explain more about um, these community gatherings and what they are and how many more will be coming up in the future? Yeah, it's it's uh, the, the part of my job that it just makes me, it makes me smile from the inside out because the community at Fiverr is really led by the community itself. So people raise their hands and they say, I'm really interested in connecting with others. And it could be based on anything related to their skill, their motivation. Um, it could be based around their identity as a person, whether that be you know the, the skill that they sell on Fiverr or um, where they live or something that they believe in to be true to themselves. And in the past, we've hosted you know even just general community gatherings in the UK, whether it be based in Manchester or London. And then there are also... Uh, communities around voiceover, whether it be the voiceover community in the UK or in the US. And even more niche than that, we see moms of Fiverr who are in the voiceover community connecting. So it can get super niche. And we see people connecting, you know, more technical related conversations, what equipment they use, 
um, what feels right to their, to their, uh, to their, you know, recording booth, um, you know, how all the way to like kind of the emotional side of it, which is if you're having a rough day, if you're having a stressful day, how do you unplug and how do you yeah. actually tap into, you know, the, the project that you're working on or how do you lean into that to tap into the project yeah. that you're, that you're working on? Um, even all the way to like the, the everyday life cycle of being a voiceover artist on Fiverr, which is how do you structure your day? How do you, you know, make sure that, you know, your family doesn't disturb you when you're in the recording booth. Do you get a red light to turn on? Do you, when are the most quiet times in the home? <laughs> what are those yeah. best practices? And we see these kinds of conversations come up all the time within these community events. So that's kind of the structure of them is really informal conversations. We also have workshops and we have webinars for people presenting to the community. So less facilitating and more learning and then question and answer. And as far as current events and future events, um, you know, we are open all the time to be hosting events. And in the future, we hope to be hosting many more. They happen to be some of our most well-attended and most desired events are our voiceover community events. The, the voiceover community shows out every time. It's it's Who's really that? impressive. And I think it's um, just a commitment to people wanting to do better and to sell quality services on Fiverr and anywhere else that they serve, you know, Fiverr believes in our freelancers. And we also understand that they don't just freelance on Fiverr, they freelance in other marketplaces as well. Fiverr happens to be an incredible marketplace where you can sell your services. Um, and I think that's one of the beauties of the community is that people come from all walks of life and they sell their services on Fiverr. And by way of connecting with each other, they're able to learn, share and grow to support their services on Fiverr and them as human beings and individuals. And we know that and we embrace it and we love it. And we encourage it. So, yeah, we hope to have many more, you know, events and gatherings and workshops on the calendar soon. Totally, I'll say I'll just add to that. It's it's uh, it's awesome to to foster some of these relationships and community events. And I think one thing that I've heard from a bunch of voice artists and and other people in other professions, but uh, I've spoken to a lot of voice artists that a lot of voice artists recording at home, you know, don't have coworkers. It's it's just a reality of of their profession. And so there's been times when we, Amen. it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the reality. So there's been times when we put voice artists in, in one virtual room or, or physical room. And as Sam is mentioning, just a lot of these topics come up, whether it's the equipment or just simply the scheduling of their day, all, all these interesting things that they don't necessarily get to talk about every day uh, with other people that are doing exactly what they're doing. So Fiverr is is the homepage for tens of thousands of of music and audio professionals. Uh, and as Sam's mentioning, we hope to continue to give give these people resources and uh, and support if we can. You've kind of answered this in the last question, but um, if somebody's listening out there and they want to join Fiverr, um, whether it's for VO or in the audio space, where is the best place to find resources and get started yeah I, I think uh there's you know there's a few places that come to mind first of all super easy to get started and get going uh, just when it comes to the the logistics of it you know click in the top right corner start selling uh you'll get to seller dashboard you'll go through a simple kind of simple process of uh of filling out some of your information and uh uploading media uploading past clients so from a logistics standpoint it's it's super easy uh but from a 
educational standpoint and support standpoint, I think the easiest place to get started is, is our forum. Uh, we have a music and audio specific section. Um, and, and a lot of questions that you might have as a new seller um, have probably been asked there, but if they haven't, feel free to, to chime in and, and send something there. Um, and I think some of these community events that, that Sam is organizing are an awesome place to both get information, but then also learn from others and, and really see what others have done to succeed. Uh, because it might seem daunting your first, your first week, or you might not get an order for a month. Uh, but many people have been in that, that situation and, uh, have come out, come out on top for sure. Absolutely. There, um, you know, we can link this to you, Joe, but events.fiber.com, you know, signing up for events right away to connect with others, the forum, as Adam mentioned. And then there's also a, um, I think it's less than an hour, uh, Fiverr Learn course. It's free for the public, for anyone that just wants to create a profile on Fiverr to sell a service. It is a detailed walkthrough of how to sign up for Fiverr, how to create a profile and some best practices throughout the way. I would definitely recommend that anyone who's just starting out go through that recording and watch it and just keep it next to them for the first couple of days, weeks as they're going through their profile and and learning and trying and optimizing their profile. Well, Adam and Sam, you've been amazing. Thank you for your time. Pleasure to speak with you both and, you know, make this happen. So thank you again. And um Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Hopefully speak soon. Thank you so much, Joe. It's been yeah, an absolute pleasure and we hope to connect soon. So what did I learn from today's conversation? Although freelance sites can appear flooded with competition and make you feel like a needle in a haystack, just go for it. Don't try to be anybody else but yourself and showcase what makes you, you. Communication is key, before, during and after projects and can affect your reviews, which has a knock-on effect on with the growth of your business and clients wanting to use your services in the future. Freelance platforms such as Fiverr are filled with entry-level jobs, so it's a great place to start. But also, if you want to create a great client base, it's a great place to network and level up. We didn't talk about this, but from personal experience, make sure you have the time to join a freelance site in general. Although you can decide how quickly your turnaround times can be, the sweet spot is two to three days at most. VoiceOver is a world full of fast turnarounds, so be on standby at all the times. Otherwise, you might not get the work. Thank you to Samantha Sorcher and Adam Fine for taking time out to chat with me. The wonderful voiceovers that shared their freelance stories and you for listening. As always, I've put everyone's links in the show notes, as well as a link to sign up for upcoming Fiverr events. Looks like my time is up for another week. Signing out. Until next episode. Later.